The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode of That's a Retrograde is brought to you in part by Thrive Market. Go to thrivemarket.com slash retrograde to get 25% off your first order and a free 30-day trial. Play that jingle, though. Welcome to That's So Retrograde. Hey, hey, hey. Post Eclipse Vibes. Hello, we're here today. So we're going to hear this later in the episode, but what we learned is that the eclipse pretty much kicks off 2019 for real, for reals. For real, for reals. I'm Elizabeth Cott. Oh, I always forget to introduce myself. It's okay. We're all old friends here. I am Stephanie Simbari, and here we are. It's the end of January. And we've burned off 2018, and we're skyrocketing with vigor and passion into 2019. Yes, sister. Preach that. Preach that. <laughs> I'm overcompensating because it's the morning. <laughs> we normally record in the in a at around a cool 2 p.m. Oh, we God. feel like that's when our brains are start firing on all cylinders. The sweet spot. But lately. Mm. We've had to come in a bit earlier. Curveball. And um, we're making do. And that's called growing up. Yes, we're trying things. Uh, how are um, you feeling in the post-eclipse glow? Ooh, well, um, I'm feeling resettling, I think. It was mm. a bit of a shake-up this past weekend. Okay. Which we'll get into in a little bit when, let's just say what's happening today on the show. We have, we're going back in time to a few days ago when we had an incredible live show with Heydays and Ambie Kavanaugh. So it was like skin and astrology, like two of the most crucial pillars in the That's So Retrograde universe. How did you put it? From cosmetology from, to cosmology or something? From, yeah. um, cosmeceuticals to cosmic journey. Yeah, I love that. So it's, um, it's, <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's just the top of mind topics for us constantly. Take care of your so insides, thought, take care of your outsides. We would put it into a show. Yeah. And Ambie talks about how this past weekend with the eclipse and the full moon, shakeups, all the things. Ow! I feel I know. as if I'm just recalibrating, landing back, sitting in this chair, and now we're here. Uh, we had a great eclipse moment. We all went to the roof of my brother's apartment because it was his birthday party, and... Someone made some joke about putting your pussies to the moon. And so we all did. And so I le- I legit, like, f- aggressively strong-armed and, like, tried to art direct while on mushrooms a photo shoot of everyone laying on their back with their vaginas to the moon. And I am just so pleased that we captured uh, that yeah, moment. Yeah, I'm glad all my chins made it into that photo. I mean, I look like a maniacal <laughs> psychopath who's drunk on power because I got everyone to do what I wanted them to do. It was it, it was special. It was a special bonding moment for all involved. And I hope you guys got to see the eclipse itself because it was so cool to watch it rise up, watch it cross over. And it was turn crazy. Red. So you watch it turn red. We sat there for so long and then everyone kind of went inside and I stayed out there and it like... The energy as the eclipse peaked was so different. It was like this crazy cloud cover came over and it suddenly felt like the beach in the morning, like mm-hmm. a totally new vibe. And I was like, Ooh. we're in it now, baby. The beach in the morning. Yeah, what you a know? lovely photo to paint for us. It's like so serene yeah. and you can tell that like 
everyone's asleep and the energy of the day has like not totally risen yet. Yes, it's so like how I felt. So this episode is shock full of eclipse info, 2019 info, skin info, facial info. And if you're wondering if it's okay to microdose on mushrooms during the moon, we have that info for you too. Spoiler alert, the answer is yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> um, so let's just get right to it. Our live show at Heyday with their co-founder, Michael Pollack, and our cosmic guide, Ambi Kavanaugh. Hey, hey. Heyday. <laughs> Today, we are all here to chat two of our most important favorite things in the world, skin and astrology. We have... Um, <laughs> they go together, they really. They go together. I mean... Trust us. <laughs> Um, and this is our first live show of 2019, so we're really excited that everyone is here. So we'll just get on started. Um, oh my God, I love when you get amped. Amped, I'm so excited. That was so no, cute. I really am. This is great. The sun is shining. You guys are beautiful. It's beautiful. So Michael Pollack, please join us. He is the co-founder of these, this phenomenal mecca of skin. Yeah, Mecca of Skin. You yeah. should rebrand and call it that. Yeah, huh? yeah it's on. Mecca of Skin. That's yeah. our new. That could be our new. That really rolls off the tongue. You're welcome. I like this this slumber party situation. <laughs> Get cozy. So, Michael, you're in from New York City, where I there am. are five Heyday locations. There are five right? Heyday locations and okay. a massive snowstorm, and, and it's really nice are. to be here. How outside. does snow affect the facial industry? I mean, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Winter affects your skin, as we all know. Yeah. So, big time, big time. We see, we see a lot more, like, dehydration and sad skin in New York. Sad. Yeah. Yeah. But that's because everything's just so expensive. It's expensive. Yeah. Yes. It's stressful. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Well, big fans. Big fans over here. So we're very grateful that you had us here today. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for doing this here. We're so lit up behind the concept of Heyday, and we just wanted to, like, pick your brain a little bit to get I'm game. some Let's intel on what brought this into the world and a little hear a little bit about it perfect great so what's the inspiration so the inspiration i mean the act actually the idea i'm going to give credit to where's adam adam is my co-founder there adam. Hi, adam the silver fox standing Making over there happen. uh he was actually at brunch in la <laughs> with his girlfriends and a bunch of friends and somebody was like i need to get a facial where should i go and nobody had a clear answer so they were probably figuring out where to go, and his brain started turning about why doesn't that exist? Why doesn't somebody own skincare in the way that SoulCycle owns sort of, you know, spinning and dry bar had, you know, the, the blowout? Um, and started researching and realizing that there was an opportunity to do something interesting to pull the facial out of kind of the luxury spa where I think it always lived. And, you know, it was nice to have on vacation or when you got a gift certificate, but isn't something you can do regularly. And the regular engagement with your skin is what it needs. Um, so he really put the wheels on the idea. What I've just learned is that getting drunk at brunch can yield huge results. I'm very excited. <laughs> Great takeaway. Wow. Exactly. Thank you so much. And thank those mimosas. All good, all good ideas come at brunch. So. Yeah, it's so true. Yes. And then we met a couple of years after that. Um, and I had, I struggled with skit, like, you know, acne, like almost every teenager does in high school, took what Accutane. about 30-year-olds? That too, yeah, I know. Yeah. Adult acne is a real thing, and it's <laughs> totally different than teenage acne in terms of why and how to treat it and all of that, and we, our therapists love diving into that with our clients because there's a lot of misinformation out there around that. So 
Um, and then I used to be actually a spin instructor too, so I would always get breakouts kind of in the hairline forehead, and it's because I was, I didn't know this, but it was because I was lazy afterwards and didn't want to do my hair again, so I wouldn't wash it. And I got my first, <laughs> I know, isn't that awful? It's kind of gross fact, but um, no, I got my... No, it's not. I never wash my hair. It's fine. I got my first facial, and the facialist knew exactly what was up. She knew what side of the bed I slept on based on my pore size, which was insane. She knew that I worked out a lot and thought an oil cleanser would be the perfect thing to cure the, the, you know, the breakouts that was happening, and it totally cured it. So that's just the backstory. I'd become a believer, but facials had never been in front of me as something to, you know, to, to try or yeah. to do. Um, so when sort of I met Adam and he had, he had the idea, I immediately saw it and was like, yes, we should totally bring this to life. And so explain the experience, how it differs from, as you mentioned, like the traditional pricey spa experience. Totally. Well, for first, for starters, we're on the ground floor, which is, you know, more common in LA, but in New York, most spas are kind of like tucked away somewhere. And it can be hard to book an appointment. And then you get there and it's kind of like two and a half hours out of your day. You have to change into a robe. There's like waterfalls somewhere. Um, you know, you go into the locker room, you yeah. wait. It's a whole you, journey. Yeah, you have no clue who's going to give you the treatment. When you're in the treatment, they're probably not educating or talking much because they're trained to just like give you your Zen experience. And then like an hour and a half, you come. <laughs> hour and a half, you come out. Killed you. <laughs> and then what happens? You come out after an hour and a half, and then they're like at the register with eight products, and they're like, you need to buy all of these and take all of them home. And you end up taking like six because you don't want to, you know, you don't want to... Because you're like, I'm hideous. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I need this stuff. Yeah. And then you go home with your little bag, and you go home, you have no clue how to use what you've, what you've bought. You've blown $600 at this point, and you kind of feel shitty. And that's kind of the the landscape and what we wanted to change. Right. We were like, why should facials be that inaccessible? Why should they be intimidating? And most therapists want to just do right by people's skin. They don't necessarily want to sell six products, but if the spa tells them that that's what they sell, that's what they got to right. do for work. So our whole model was like, let's build a space where the experts here who are skin therapists can have a platform to educate clients to treat them. Of course, you're going to get that Zen wonderful moment in facial massage and all of that, but it's really a space where people can learn about their skin and figure out sort of exactly the right regimen for them, sort of step by step. We wanted it to be a place where you could come monthly, which is actually what's better for your skin, because if you come once a year, ain't nothing getting done. So so the process that you guys have is basically there's like a skin analysis portion exactly. of it, which is my favorite, because yes. they put that thing on your head. They put that bag over your head, yeah. and they see all kinds of things. Yeah, and they see all your dark, deep, dark secrets. Exactly. And then, but then they explain it to you so you can understand what's going on and then have that takeaway for when you go home. Exactly, exactly. And that's the most important part, I think, in most facials. The, the first five minutes are the most critical part. So it's the part where you should be talking. They should be asking questions and you should be telling them. And, and people, people lie. They hide their secrets. Just don't. Just get it all out there. If you, do you don't moisturize, just say it. <laughs> oh, I was like, what do you mean? People are like, oh, yeah, I exfoliate three times a week. And we're like, no, you, you don't. You don't. You clearly don't. But that's where, like, if you engage in that way and if the right questions are put out there, you figure out actually a facial that will move the needle on where you want to go. And that's why when we say customize or personalize, it's because, you know, we... 
we spend those first five minutes really to getting to know your skin, both talking and analyzing. And then we have sort of a mix of products in our treatment room. So we're not just, most spas have like one brand. So you're getting like the same facial. Everybody's getting the same facial. So here it's a bit choose your own adventure. So our team can actually customize the right thing based on what you want to do today and then what your goals are maybe for three, six months down the road. All of your products are incredible. You guys have curated some of the most incredible, delicious things I've they ever are, put on my face. Delicious. I want to eat all of them. Some of them are very edible smelling. So talk <laughs> to us about the sort of the concept behind the products that you've chosen and why you've gone in that direction. Totally. I think, well, I, I would preface this by we opened in 2015. We've got five stores in New York City and we just opened here in LA uh, six months ago. So thank you all for, for coming here. When it came to product, and the skincare world has changed so much, uh, I think, in those, in those three years. I think consumers are paying more attention. People are more educated. People are reading a lot more. There's a lot of misinformation. And I think when you start Googling things, it can get a little bit scary. So I think we wanted to, right? I mean, all the, there's just like lots of, lots of facts flying around or alternative facts flying around too. So I think we fake want... Fake news. Fake news. Fake skincare news yeah. is a real thing. Yeah. And we wanted to create a place where we could bring together and curate, I think, a progressive set of, uh, set of brands for different, different customers, different skin types. So if you are somebody who's into more natural leaning or more organic, we've got great things to satisfy you there. If you want, bottom line, people want results. Um, so if you want some, if you're working through something that needs a little bit more action, we've got sort of safe cosmeceuticals that are vetted. That Obsessed with that Safe word. cosmeceuticals, right? <laughs> I mean, Vocabulary things, word for today, everyone. Exactly. Things like retinols or certain vitamin Cs, things that might be a little bit more heavy hitting. Um, here you can interact with somebody who can actually tell you how to use that to get the best results. And we wanted to kind of create a, again, like a platform for our team to make the right recommendations, but also for customers to be able to choose where they sort of fit in that spectrum. Cause it kind of changes, you know, your skin changes through the seasons, um, through life events. And we wanted to be able to, for you to kind of customize that routine, um, as you, you build your relationship with us. Talk to us about the team of staff here and how they're educated. They're and amazing. All of that. They're lovely. They're amazing. And, and I talented. think... I think I would say as we grow, that's like the biggest message I, uh, you know, it, guarding our brand want to get across is that as brands grow, we're like, oh, they're getting a little mass. What's happening to the quality? Not going to happen at Heyday. We have an incredible team. Uh, we've got 150 skin therapists in New York. So we have the biggest skin therapist team in New York City. The band who got us started here in LA is equally amazing and really has, uh, has carries the same culture our New York team does. Maybe you're a little more chill because everyone's a little more chill here, but... All of our therapists are uh, licensed estheticians. Um, and we have people, some people that are recently out of school, some people that have been in the industry for, you know, decades. And what's great is they can all exist under one space just doing facials. A lot of estheticians like do waxing in their previous life and they're like happy to be doing just faces here. Um, faces. It's Think so true because when I was telling you, I was like, I've never met a facialist like this person. I want her to adopt me. And you knew exactly who I was talking about. I knew who about. it was. I was like, it's Joanne. Yeah. Like you just have a close relationship yes. with these people. And I really appreciated that. Totally. And I could name drop like all of our names because everybody brings something special and different. And I think that's why we call ourselves like expert skincare with a human touch because it is about that relationship. When you meet someone that clicks and kind of understands you, I think that the, be the best comments we get from clients are like, I feel like she's like one of my best friends and she 
happens to do my facials because that's that's when the good work starts happening and we've just got so many amazing talented people. So I have a question being a male who's firmly planted in this world, what is your advice to those of us men or women who have influence on their men about like getting them into the skin care Talk game to us about regimen. having influence over a man. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Gay men or straight men? <laughs> I got the gays under control. <laughs> We're good with that. Yeah, good with that. Good yeah. with that. Yeah. I think, so we see almost 20% of clients as men. Uh, typical spa industry is about 10. And I think that was something we knew when we launched we wanted to do is make it less intimidating for everybody. And, you know, everybody has skin. And our therapists will say that first. They're like, skin is skin. There's some hormonal differences between men and women. But ultimately, it's, it's skin and everybody should do. You all have it, so we should all take care of it. And I think we wanted to create a space where it was not intimidating. Like, I think a lot of guys are intimidated to do a spa day and do the, the robe and that whole, you know. Yeah, yeah but men, like, you get them to get a pedicure and they're like, Hooked for they life. love it, exactly. Yeah. And so I think when people come in here, and I think we still have education to do on just what a facial is. And I think if, if a guy knows that it's basically just a, a treatment for your skin with this killer massage moment in the middle, it's like everybody's game for that. So, And I think with our, with our clients, if I'm generalizing with men, you know, they are starting from less of a routine. They have less noise. They're not reading all the beauty blogs and all this, that, and the other. So they're a little bit more of a blank slate. And yeah. we like to take the approach, like we're not going to give you a full routine in the beginning. Let's get you using a cleanser in the beginning. <laughs> and then let's get you on the sunscreen or wow. whatever. Just and wash your face. <laughs> men always are poking around the medicine cabinet and trying things, I think. So there is that permission. And the whole men's grooming movement, I think, has opened the door to, to skincare as Certainly. part of self-care. Yeah. So. What about you yourself? It is winter now in most parts of the country. Um, what What are you loving for winter, product-wise? Loving for winter. I, I'm going to go through like the steps of a routine because it's all important. Yeah, walk us through Walk it. us through my routine. Um, Everyone, close I think, your eyes. Imagine Michael in his house. Favorite products. I think one thing is exfoliation. A lot of people um, tend not to exfoliate when it's drier. But you still need it because you still have dead... You know, your skin cells renew about once a month. So you still need to kind of knock that stuff off so the good stuff can glow underneath. Mm-hmm. So there's a product called uh, Oat Polish by Naturopathica here. That's one of my favorites. It's a, it's a cleanser. It's an exfoliant. It can also be a really calming mask. And why I like it is that it's not so heavy. So you can use it safely in those drier months. Yeah. How often should one be exfoliating? Or is it more of a case-by-case Case-by-case. I'm going to leave that to therapists to answer. Okay. But it's usually right. one to three times a week. Uh-huh. And there's, you know, there's physical exfoliants and chemical exfoliants. And so you kind of, you know, for the right person, you want to get the right mix. I will leave you all with a tip, though. With physical exfoliants, most people apply too much pressure, especially men. That. Men, like, scrub the shit out of their faces. And you should yeah. not do no, that. I have aggression. Yes. Go ahead and give the same tip when you exfoliate. You're supposed to go like so Fingertips. gentle. Yes. But we're all like, the harder we go, the Skin more Skin yeah. expert. Beauty is yeah. pain. Yeah, you should work here. <laughs> yeah. I do need a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretend like you're exfoliating a blown up balloon. Yeah. And if it's oh. going to pop, that means too much pressure. So gentle. Right? So like gentle, that. just like little finger dancing on the skin. Finger, dancing. finger dancing on your skin. Goodbye. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> if we can learn anything, that's the takeaway. That's so cute. What else are you into? Um, I love. You need a great moisturizer in the winter. Of course. Especially if you travel too, because airplane air kind of sucks you dry. We have a product by One Love Organics, which is this gorgeous line from Georgia, and it's called Skin Savior Balm. I like the multifunction product. So mm-hmm. this one. 
you can remove makeup and cleanse with it, but it's also this amazing moisturizer. It, the, the founder would probably kill me if I said this, but it's like this beautiful organic Vaseline. It's like, it's heavy, it's moisturizing, but it's not, it, it, doesn't, uh, it doesn't create this barrier on your skin, but it really holds in moisture beautifully. And like, you can get a little container of it and it lasts forever because yeah. you just need a pinch it's of it. They're a great range. They're really yeah, good. They're great. And then third, I mean, sunscreen's always a must. Um, we've got a bunch of great sunscreens. I think that people think in the winter you shouldn't wear sunscreen. You should. You should, because there are two kinds of UV rays, A and B. Think A for aging, B for burning. Most people think, oh, I'm not in the sun in the wintertime, so I can avoid those B, you know, the, the UVB, it's fine. But A is what causes the wrinkles. And, you know, you get that through car windows here in LA. You get that through your office window anytime you're exposed to, to the sunlight. Um, and fun fact, not actually a terribly unfun fact. Um, <laughs> the skin damage you see happened that on, like on your face now happened 10 years ago. So I know. Dark. Not into that. <laughs> so it is, consider, skin, consider sunscreen, like a $30 bottle of quality sunscreen, your best insurance policy against skin cancer or skin damage. Because 10 years later, you're going to see that and it's going to be real expensive and hard to deal with that. Mm. Sorry. Good <laughs> Wah, wah. <laughs> I need to remember to put sunscreen on. Yeah. Wait, and then lip balm. Oh, lip yeah, balm. yeah. Oh, my God. Hold on. Okay, what he's about prop. to pull out of his pocket is seriously the most incredible lip balm I've ever tried in my life. It is, and we have it available inside afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like, could I use some? Yeah, absolutely. It, and actually, for Demo. her especially, you can use this, a touch of this, and it like brightens up your lipstick midday, too, so you don't have to totally reapply. What lipstick? <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like... Creams, orange creamsicle. Or, yeah, orange creamsicle. And it's like super hydrating and makes your lips look bigger just because they're Yeah, it has a slight plumping effect and it's just super And who makes jelly. that? This is by Image Skincare. It's okay. the Ormetic Balancing Lip Enhancement Complex. So good. Everyone should it's purchase great. that. And this will last you forever too. I have one in like every bag. So. Ugh. Amazing. So good. Wow. Okay, obsessed. We can go shopping afterwards. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to be sticking around. Yes, I can be your personal shopper. Absolutely. How to do this. Beautiful. Ugh, dreams. Does anyone have any questions? Skin related? Yes? Great question. So the question um, was, what order should you be using. using said products? Yes. So I am, first off, let me give mad credit to our skin therapist team because they're the experts and they've taught me a lot over the last four years. So I only know these answers because of them. Um, sunscreen should be your last step in the morning. So definitely your final step, um, and it should go over, go over everything. And I think the other tip that our therapists will always leave is a lot of makeup has sunscreen in it now, you know, finishing powders or foundations. That's great, but don't rely solely on that. Mm. It's not enough coverage. Um, Supergoop is a line we carry that has really innovative sunscreen formats. They've got like a mist that you can Their apply midday. Mist is it's really good. It's they got that powder. So they're thinking really innovatively because a lot of a lot of people don't want to wear sunscreen because it's either heavy or thick or smells like the beach. Um, but if you have the right product, then yeah. you, you know, you're, you're covered literally. So it should be, it should be your last step. Great question. Definitely. And really I think smart. another product tip is always less is more. Um, your product should go a long way. They should last a long way. And most people overuse, um, you know, if something's got a dropper on it, doesn't mean you need a full dropper of that product. So I would always, it's like hair product too. Start with less. You can always add more, um, saves you some money and it's, it's better for your skin anyway. So. And there's some brands that have um, great tinted moisturizer sunscreens too. So if that if it's got a good solid SPF in there, then you know you should be good, and that should be 30 or above. If it's like tinted with an SPF of four, it's like that's that's banana boat tanning stuff. That's not <laughs> <laughs> the 90s. 90s. Amazing, exactly. Michael. Thank you. Oh wait, so we much. have an offer too. 
from Hey Day. We do. For yeah. the people here and Everybody for the listeners. Here. And for the first hundred listeners, I Yeah, think. so I'm going to read it. Okay, so via Hey Day for attendees. Book a 50-minute facial for yourself and friend to go together for the price of one when you book at the front desk today. You get a facial. Yay. <laughs> and so. then um, so for the people listening, first 100 listeners can book 50-minute facial for themselves and a friend to go together for the price of one using code retrograde. That's amazing. Buddy system. Honestly, we love it. I'm so with you on the thing of just like facials are something that, like, if I was offered a treatment at a spa, I would always go massage because facial always felt, Absolutely. like, so out of the realm of... I didn't even understand the point of it. Totally. And since I started going here, I get that it's just, like, something you should do once a month as part of your regular upkeep and wellness routine. Totally. So, thank Absolutely. you. Of course. Thank Thanks you so you all. much. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Michael. Hey, Elizabeth. I feel like this is a great time to just press pause. Shall we? And shout out one of the partners that makes our hearts sing... You guys know them. You guys love them. It's Thrive Market. Hello. Thrive Market is an online marketplace that is on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone, and we could not be more obsessed. We've preached the gospel many a time now, and we're going to keep on going because boxes keep arriving to my house that I order through the app, and I love it. Love the sound of a box being dropped on the bottom of my stairs. Mm. I know it's full of treats. I know it's full of things that are going to make my mornings better and my skin better and my tummy better. And it's just the best. They have everything you need from non-GMO food, snacks, vitamins, supplements, personal care products, eco-friendly cleaning supplies, safe and non-toxic beauty supplies, kitchen staples, home goods, organic baby food, kids products, wine, meats, fishes, poultries. I mean, all of it. It is a one-stop shop and it is just so convenient. I do want to shout out, I mentioned this on a few episodes ago, but I got a few questions, so I want to reiterate it. The grain-free pasta that I've been really, really, really into. I'm into it too. It's um, Cybels. It's C-Y-B-E-L-E-S, free-to-eat, superfood pasta. This has different vegetables weaved into it, so it's just like a lighter experience. I've been making so many different bowls of stuff Biggest with that pasta. Biggest fan. Yeah. What about you? Anything catching your eye as of late? It's helped me be like more responsible in terms of planning ahead for what I'll need when I run out. I just order like my paper goods now and I'm like, oh, a huge roll of paper towels or toilet paper come and then I don't have to think about it for like a month. A real revelation. And it's just like on the app too so I don't have to think about it, go home, order. It's like you have your personal home computer on you at all times. So friends, if you head over to thrivemarket.com slash retrograde, you will get an extra 25% off plus a 30-day free trial. Yeah, you're already getting things at amazing discounts and then another discount on top of that. Try it out. See how you like it. We love you. We love Thrive. Okay, now from Cosmeceuticals to the cosmic journeying of the upcoming year, (laughs) let's welcome our dearest astrologer in residence, friend, guide. You know her. You know her. You love her. Ambie Kavanaugh. Oh, Hi. Hi, Ambi. Hi. This Hello. Is, this is Hi. a bit strange. How many of you remember or know of Ambi from That's a Retrograde? She also has her own podcast that she launched last year called Alchemy with Ambi. We're so proud of you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. It's like we birthed you. You did. <laughs> 
painful birthing process for you all. But, but I birthed you both. Yeah, it's, it's been, it was like a, it's it's like a circle anatomy. of birth. Yeah, I feel so weird. Um, I, all right. mean, I won't be mean. It's a full moon tomorrow. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, so should we start with that? <laughs> Ambi has the most foreboding relationship to every astrological event. No, no, I would like to say that is not true. <laughs> but these Leo Aquarius eclipses have been intense since February 2017. Has anyone else felt it or is it just me? <laughs> Think back in time. In just that. Just the eclipses. It's all it is. Yeah. yeah. It's been intense. Yeah. So what, what's going on here? We have a, an eclipse today? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. So Talk to have... us. So we're in eclipse season. You know, 2019 started off with a bang because everything went sort of direct. Uranus was the last planet that was still retrograde. We had that partial solar eclipse in Capricorn. And now, tomorrow, we have a total lunar eclipse, which is also a super blood moon, basically like a full moon on full moon on full moon on crack. Um, and okay. it's going to be really intense and really powerful. <laughs> Am I scaring everyone? What's going to happen? No, it's just, okay, so basically the eclipses occur in a, in a, in a pair of zodiac signs every six months or so over a, sort of a two-year period. And so this is wrapping up a period of change that all of us have been going through since February 2017. And it's bringing that chapter of our lives kind of to an end and pushing us into a new chapter of life. And so 2019 is really starting like next week. You're going to feel it. All right. Yeah. It's who good. It's a good thing. Everyone seems quite... <laughs> what would you say? I said, who can relate? Oh, yeah. Whoa. No, I'm just yeah. processing. Okay. So what are the... How are we supposed to work with this? Because when you say super moon on crack, I literally want to hide under my couch. You know, it, it's just... Well, the thing is, I'm... I really... I'm massively affected by the moon cycles. I'm a reflector in human design. So, like, I really feel like all... When it's a new moon, full moon or whatever. And so when I say it's like a super moon on crack, it doesn't mean that it necessarily has to be bad, but it can just be intense. Okay? So... Full moons are the highest point of a lunar cycle. It's always an opportunity to either bring something to completion or fruition or to do some releasing and healing. So it depends on where you're at emotionally with life and with yourself. Like if you've got a bit of an emotional or energetic hangover from 2018 still, this is a really good opportunity to go, you know what, maybe my 2019 hasn't started the way that I wanted it to. And maybe this isn't time to do a big fat release list about, you know, what I'm feeling or some of my emotional energetic hangover from 2018 and just like releasing that and letting that go. Otherwise, it might be, you know, I know lots of people for whom it's a celebratory time, like loads of good things are going on in their lives and it's a time of like going, yes, like I've reached a certain goal and I'm moving into a new chapter. Breaking through. Yeah, breaking down or breaking through. But if you do break down, then it's normally to break through anyway. So it's, you know, Leo is a sign, it's a fixed sign, it's a fire sign, it's a fiery sign. It's a lot about self-expression and how we express ourselves and how much fun we have in our lives and how we love, you know, how we love other people, how we love ourselves, how we love our inner child. So regardless of your zodiac sign, those are some themes to be thinking about. So release list tomorrow. Release list tomorrow. Um, or, you know, just any kind of little ritual for the full moon. You know, your ritual can vary each month according to what's going on with you. Sometimes I like to write a thank you list of just thank you, universe, for the changes that these eclipses have brought in the last two years. Thank you for the two car crushes, <laughs> um, you know, which were on eclipses. Um, so, you know, thank you for all those experiences. Thank you for the growth. Thank you for the lessons. Bye, Felicia. Thank you, Nestle. <laughs> thank you, Nestle. Bye, Leo Aquarius, until 2026. Oh, oh, it's that long. 
Wow. It's like every eight to nine years, you have a set of eclipses in a pair of opposing zodiac signs. Okay. So you see these patterns forming in your life, which is fascinating as well. Because you can see what's going on in the last two years. And then mm -hmm. in 2026, there's going to be like another pattern developing. And then it being the new year, mm -hmm. I know that obviously there's so much specificity when it comes to astrology and the work mm -hmm. you do with everyone's individual birth chart. But what are some like underlining themes for this year that you can shed some light on for us? Okay. So for everyone, regardless of our sign of whether or not we even believe in astrology necessarily, this is a year. Oh, about, they do. I know. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I we're love, all here, aren't we? We're all followers <laughs> of the cosmos. It's, this is a year about hope and faith like, and oh. justice. And what I mean, by, and the reason why is Jupiter has gone into his home position in Sagittarius and Sagittarius and Jupiter, are, you know, the sign of Sagittarius and the planet Jupiter is all about justice, hope and healing. And, you know, we are going to see on a wider scale, and we've already started seeing it in the news, um, that miscarriages of justice or things like legal things happening that kind of are correcting and balancing the scales, which is so important. See ya, R. Kelly. I Finally. Gonna, I don't want to say bye, Felicia, to him, because that's rude to Felicia. Yeah. Um, but yeah, exactly. Like it's Stuff like that that's been like lingering for so long. Things that have been lingering and people who have done wrong or people who have been unfairly tried for something or imprisoned for something, we're just going to see a balancing of the scales because Jupiter is the great healer. And in Sagittarius, it's about justice. It's about bringing back that balance. So that's on a wider scale. On a more personal scale for each of us, it's about believing again. It's about like having hope in hope again. And it's about, you know, last year was an intense year for a lot of people. And even if you had stuff to celebrate last year, it could still feel like you're being a bit battered at times. And this is a year where hopefully we can see the glass half full and hopefully we can take that sort of rose-tinted glasses and put them on and look and not see what isn't there, but see what is there and be in a place of sort of gratitude and be in a place of like, I believe in the world around me. I believe in the, the community around me. I believe in the people that there are. You know, just like believing in something and believing in yourself and believing in something for your own life. So I think hopefully this is a year where everyone feels that. It's also a year where we have year two of Saturn in Capricorn and Saturn is the great builder. And the first year of, Saturn, of any Saturn transit can be incredibly challenging because it's kind of like where he goes in as like this cosmic life coach and says, oh yeah, this is completely wrong in your life. You have no foundation here. This, you need to see this, you need to see that. And, and it kind of depresses you. It's like it deflates that balloon. Whereas the second year after he's kind of done that reality check with you, it's about building. It's about, all right, I'm over the like depressiveness of seeing what was wrong in my life. Now I can start building from a firm foundation. And Saturn really helps us to grow and to build something that's real and that has longevity. So between that combination of Jupiter giving us hope and Saturn going, build this properly, I hope that we will all find that this is a year where we actually achieve quite a lot in our lives and where, you know, the kind of heaviness of maybe that we maybe felt last year lifts a little bit and we feel like there's a little bit better flow. Also... We do not have mass retrogrades this year, which is going to make it better. Yeah, can we talk about that? <laughs> I love the idea of a mass retrograde. It's oh fucking God. crazy. I mean, mass retrogrades is a real thing. No, it was, like I when felt we it. do three episodes a week. Yeah, mass <laughs> oh, yeah. retrograde. <laughs> Ma no, mass retrogrades. So, you know, this year we mass don't have... Retrograde. Mass retrograde. That was mass. for me, sorry. Is that my accent going funny? No, okay, no. no. Um, so this year we do not have Mars and Venus retrograde. Thank God. Because when Mars and Venus are retrograde, which happens every 18 months-ish to two years, you basically... 
things to do with like any kind of movement, anything you're trying to achieve in your life can just feel really stagnant and stuck because mm. Mars is a manifester. Um, and also, you know, like love, abundance, which Venus rules, all those kind of things, creative things can feel stuck. I do not like Mars and Venus retrogrades. And we had a double duo of both of them last year, which I think made a lot of people feel even more stuck <laughs> and a little bit even more heavy. So we don't have that this year. And that's going to help us have a better flow. I think things are just going to feel a little bit more flowing rather than kind of like, mm, mm, mm. You know, trying stop to get starts, out. Stop starts, yeah. Yeah, stop starts. Because I feel like the last two or three weeks from, like, there was another eclipse, right? Yeah, two and weeks ago. I felt like this was like, okay, quickly learn all the lessons that you were supposed to learn in the past two years. Otherwise, you're going to get, like, a kick yes. in the dick. Or the vagina. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. The proverbial exactly. dick. Yeah. Oh, the royal dick. <laughs> I was going to say, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yes. So that was like now, so we're setting ourselves up to move forward. Yes, because we have to move forward. So it's like see things in black and white. Like, you know, you know, I always try and do this myself at these times and I'm doing it this weekend is see your own shit. Yeah. You know, it's really not easy to see our own stuff. How do we do that? (laughs) Take a look. Asking for a friend. (laughs) Well, you know, taking a look in the mirror in sometimes and being I think I think personally, from my spiritual journey anyway. Being brutally honest with myself is one of the hardest things in the world, but it's the most empowering <laughs> thing to sort of stop looking at external things. So this person, that situation, the, the economy, the government. I mean, there's a lot of shitty things that are going on. But looking at myself and looking at what is, why is this manifesting in my life? Like, why is this manifesting in my life? And what is it about myself that I can move and take responsibility, Saturn, and heal, Jupiter, and have hope that I can be different in order to experience something different? So, mm-hmm. you know, it's about responsibility, but responsibility without, not in a heavy way, but in a kind of like, yes, if I clear this side of the street up, then I'm going to experience flow in this side of the street. Like, I'm going to get rewarded, you know? Right. And that's what I think everyone needs to sort of do. Something that Remington said in our numerology episode. I loved that episode. Yeah, it was so interesting. But he was saying that, like, this is the year that if you really, like, take care of your stuff, things will start to flow. Yes. And I'm wondering how that's reflected in the astrology moving forward through the year. Well, it's really reflected by that double, you know, transit I talked about before, of Saturn and of... Jupiter, but also just because that's what Saturn does in the second year of his transit. He starts to, he, first year he slaps you up, second year he starts to reward you a little bit. He starts showing you, you know what, you got your shit together. Mm-hmm. So guess what? Now you're going to be, re- you're going to be rewarded in these little tidbits and you're going to start to see that when you take responsibility and co-create with the universe, with the cosmos, you start to get rewarded for that and you're going to see victories and celebrations, basically. So the, the eclipses have now moved as of tomorrow. They'll be moving fully into the Cancer Capricorn axis. And Capricorn is all about achievement. It's all about success. It's all about that, that what we achieve and create for ourselves that makes us brings us to the highest point of our chart, the highest point of our lives. I know we've tonight. dedicated mm. more than one episode talking about the eclipses, but that the fact that that's like an ongoing theme at this current moment, can you just tell us what to expect during an eclipse? So, you know, when there is a total lunar eclipse, the moon almost completely disappears. In tomorrow's, it's actually going to turn red because it's a blood eclipse and it's a super moon. Oh! Yeah, literally people will be howling. Animals actually are very (laughs) affected by the eclipses. So imagine there's like a normal new moon or a normal normal full moon. And then imagine that that energy is amplified 
by three because the moon is found that much closer, generally speaking, at the time of an eclipse to Earth. So, you know, there's a magnetic pull from the moon. You can see that by how it affects the tides and the ocean. You can see that by how it affects us emotionally because we're 60 to 70% water. So imagine that being amplified. And imagine then you add to that that it's, uh, the moon is actually going to disappear. It's like a wiping clean of a slate. I love that analogy. <sighs> it's we, intense. We feeling that? Yeah. We into that? Yeah? <laughs> Snaps. So these, these, you know, these, these monthly lunar cycles are just there for all of us to look out the window and we don't need to follow a particular astrologer, we don't need to do anything, we can just look at the moon and say, all right, it's the, the sky is dark and now there's a little crescent moon coming in the sky, let me write a manifestation list. The, the sky, the moon is growing really big and I'm feeling some stuff, some things are being illuminated in my life and coming up, look at what happens this weekend. Like, look at what comes up emotionally, internally, and look at what comes up on the physical plane externally. And let me see what that is a reflection for me. Because the moon has no light of her own, so she's reflecting stuff. And in that same way, what happens around lunar events is reflecting something for you to work with. It's just, it's exacerbated times sort of three when it happens to be an eclipse because they're just much more powerful cosmic portals and windows. Right. Like you can't get away with your, with your shit in those moments. No, you can't get away with your shit. And, you know, even as I mentioned before, I had two little dings in my car um, at eclipses. And people went into me, admittedly, but I, I feel like I was not aware. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like I was not aware. And yes, they might have gone into me, so it was technically their fault. But I felt like there was an energy that I was carrying with me last year that was a heavier one. And I was kind of almost pulling that in. So I'm not blaming myself in a bad way, but it's like, you know, like seeing that in yourself, seeing that, that about yourself and understanding that energy is everything and has an impact on our lives. There is um, one thing I wanted to mention of Please. a warning thing for this year. Of just something, just something to think about. There's certain aspects that the planets are making, and it's an aspect that is it's between Jupiter and Neptune, right? And it's a square aspect. And all that means is bring, like, have hope. I'm not saying don't have hope and don't have these amazing wishes and dreams for your lives and these amazing plans and goals. But just rein yourself in a little bit about reality. Because this square aspect that Jupiter makes to Neptune can make us a little bit kind of go, oh my God, my business is going really well. Let me start five businesses. Not thinking about, do you, do you know what I mean? Like not thinking about what that actually looks like in the real world. Or, oh my God, this is going well. Let me invest into all these different things. It can make us overextend ourselves. And it can make us not necessarily see things for as they are but see things from overly rose-tinted glasses. So it's this strange balancing act between having rose-tinted glasses, because when you see the world through those, everything is reflected back to you in a beautiful way, but not being unrealistic. Like, just checking yeah. yourself. Like, reality checks. So, in, mm. let's say if we're working with a manifestation list or, mm -hmm. or that those types of tools where we're trying to call in something that might, at the moment, seem really far-fetched, mm -hmm. How can we heed that advice, but then still like really like vision what we want to bring in? That's a really, really good question. And it's, you know, someone I was talking to the other day, they had something on their manifestation list that I was like, that's pretty exciting. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you hate to be this kind of, you, I hate to be the person that puts the kind, but I was just like, okay, um, that's amazing. So proud and pleased that you're going for that. But maybe that's a little bit unrealistic for like 2019. You know, maybe that's like a more three to five year plan. And I think that's the thing. I think for all of us, we have these goals. I know, you know, there's so many things I wanted to do and still want to do and create and 
But I also have to be realistic about my life and that I'm one person and I have this much energy and that's all I can do. And I think don't be deflated. Like, have your big overarching goal. Have that. But then go backwards and go, well, okay, this year, what does that mean that I achieve and go for this year? Mm. I would like to say this as well because we are at the beginning of the year and I know like, New Year's resolutions can sound a bit like whatever. But I always like to think about these two roles. What are your most important two roles every year? And what are the energies that you most want to feel this year? And what are the things that you value most this year? Because then that writes your manifesting list for you for 2019. Because each year, different roles that we play in our lives and different values are things that we are aspiring for. We want to feel different energies, right? It's like, I've had one year where I wanted expansion and abundance. And last year, it was about time and rest. And this year is about flow. So it's just like asking yourself those really pertinent questions because the answers are within you. And when you can answer those honestly, you go, all right, that thing, you know, this, this person who I had that conversation with, they were a little bit deflated at first. And then they were like, no, you know what? You're right. End of 2020, I think I can achieve that by 2020, you know, end of 2020. And it's like, yes. And then you could achieve X, Y, Z this year in six month, you know, in instruments. That's also just such good advice because then it, you aren't attached to the outcome, which can make you feel depressed and frustrated. Absolutely. Where you're talking about being attached, not even attached, but connected to the way that something makes you feel. And that actually will get you into alignment much faster. Exactly. That's exactly right. I think so often we think of this goal and we think about this goal and it's like, I want to write a book. Right. right? I, why? You want to be an author. Why? When, I'm peeling it. Because you yeah. want your words to inspire people and help them and you want to express yourself. You can do that every single day if you choose to. You can do that on Instagram. You can do that on a blog. You don't need to... That, and it gives you the feeling... And this is me. I'm coaching myself here. <laughs> it gives you that feeling towards getting to that goal of one day, maybe maybe I do have a but Maybe I don't. But it's okay because I'm having that feeling regularly and creating right. that for myself. So I'm not in, in FOMO or lack about that bigger goal. Does that make sense? 100%. So for those of us listening to this show who may be interested in health. Oh, anyone out there who's interested in health? We have a fun new partner that we are so excited to be working with. We've long celebrated personally. Yes. So Ritual Vitamins is the obsessively researched vitamin for women. So Ritual was started by your friend. Yes, Kat. Okay. And she needed a vitamin because she was pregnant. She couldn't find a healthy prenatal vitamin that she felt comfortable with. So... Essentially, their motto is like founded by skeptics for skeptics, and they've taken a lot of time to find the nine essential nutrients that women lack the most because, sadly, 95% of women aren't getting the nutrients that they need from diet alone. So they have sourced these minerals and nutrients from really interesting places. When you order the vitamin, you get the package, and it tells you where they're all from and what they are. And for me, as someone who's talked about my B vitamin issue a lot – They have folate in its most highest absorbable form, and they have methylated cobalamin, which is the absorbable B12. A lot of syllables, but it's important. It's (laughs) science-y, but it's for those of us who have that gene mutation and and the trouble methylating, it's seriously like I notice a difference when I take these vitamins, and I generally don't notice a difference. And the way that they do it is it's like half liquid, half capsules, so the vitamins are timed release to bypass your gut, so it distributes throughout your body all throughout the day. It's a great product and I know we get asked so often for those of you who are just like, I just want a multivitamin that's just going to cover all my bases. Yeah. 
this is a great option. Yeah, I love it so much. And the capsule is filled with peppermint oil, so it kind of tastes good yeah, going down. Yeah, and if you have to burp, it's a, it's a, it's a peppermint surprise. So, <laughs> so if you're buying all these nutrients individually, it would be $250 value. But if you, since you're going direct to consumer with Ritual, it's probably a lot cheaper than that. Yes, and it is a new year, and better health does not happen overnight. So if you start your year with Essential for Women, it, it's a small step that helps create a healthy foundation for the new year. I'm obsessed with them. They're so pretty and so delicious. Yes. Yeah, so visit ritual.com. That's R-I-T-U-A-L.com slash retrograde to start your ritual today. It's ritual.com slash retrograde. I really am lit up by so much of what you're talking about. If anybody listened to our first episode of the year with Remington talking about the numerology, like it's, there's so much synchronicity Mm. between what you're saying and the other thing. And I think that just validates it. And I like that a lot. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be a good year. (laughs) It's going to be a good year, guys. It is. We want to open it up for questions. How does anybody have them? Hi, um, I'm with Steph. I like want to hide under my bed for this full moon. I'm a Cancer, and my moon is in Leo. Exactly. <laughs> my favorite. Yeah. So okay. So I'm a little like it's, but I know like most of the time I like break through something amazing happens, but I like I, I'm trying to like learn more about like the signs and the trines and the squares, mm-hmm. and I'm like okay, so that's like a conjunction, I guess, because that's my moon but like what does that mean like am i just i'm scared it's three times plus it's the moon in my sign <laughs> well right? you're like one. an astrologer basically yeah. what did you just yeah. say you're on your way you're on your way that's like wow te- that's te- a lot technical conjunction talk. conjunction i like it all right i, I do a, i do a wide orb for conjunctions of five degrees if there's any astrologers out there nobody um, knows what you're talking okay. about so number one you're a cancer and so you are massively affected by the loon that by the moon's movements and also you just got to so honor stressed. yeah you just got to honor start with you- breathing yeah, deep breathing. And also just honoring that you feel like that. Like, it's, this is also something I think that's of importance is just to honor what you're feeling. I feel like shit sometimes. And I have days where I do not want to leave the house and I'm very introverted or just feeling sad about the state of the world. But I honor that and it passes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And yes, rather than fight it, it's just like, you know what? You feel like that. That doesn't mean in two days' time you're not going to move something emotionally and energetically and you're not going to feel a whole ton better. I think for you, lying low is a great idea. Right. I don't so know... Do you know the exact degree of your um, Leo moon? What degree it's at? I think it's under 10. Okay. So if it's under 10, it's not... This, this Leo lunar eclipse is... It was, another thing to throw into for the astro nerds out there it's at zero degrees of leo and whenever you have and an, i'm getting very very I wish excited for the to podcast there's a visual of what you just did which was like almost tourette's like regarding the moon okay it was so you were so not into it it's very exciting oh it is yes. oh, okay no i was like it's very exciting okay. <laughs> this is mean this is why i like no one thing <laughs> in a little thing so so this this the full moon lunar eclipse is at zero degrees and whenever anything is at either zero degrees or 29 degrees because there's 30 degrees in any any sign it's called the anorectic degree and it's like a critical even more intense angle but because your moon is at 10 degrees of leo's it's not it's not conjunct okay. For conjunctions, every astrologer is different and there's no right or wrong and I respect what other people say. That's what I'm about to tell you. So Elizabeth just asked the question in advance. What is a conjunction? So a conjunction is basically where two planets are close enough together, either through transit or found in your natal chart, that their energies are considered to have have blended. And every astrologer uses a different, you know, sort of mathematical... um, 
window, we call them orbs. Um, I use five degrees because I've noticed personally that when something is around five degrees near my one of my sign one of my planets I can feel it and I'm like wow what's going on here but a lot of them say zero to three degrees an exact conjunction has to be the same thing so it's got to be at 27 degrees and 27 okay. degrees but say it's 30 like you know 26 say it's 24 degrees and 27 degrees it's going to be impacting you and for some people depending on how sensitive you are 22 degrees to 20 you know can so five degrees can make a difference and my cancer's under 10 too and your cancer's under 10 yeah. too Oh, that's interesting as well. Do you know the exact degree of your cancer? Maybe six or seven. Okay. So that the solar eclipse in, on July 2nd. That's my uh, birthday. That's my husband's birthday. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> really peeling back the curtain of an, a, a reading wow. right here. Wow. <laughs> your life's going to change. Thank you so much. I can't wait. Yeah. But I <laughs> <laughs> spend the next six months clearing the path. Clear, clear this stuff Girl, out. Tidying up. I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> make space. Make space. Because oh yes. boom. July 2nd. That's so exciting. I'm so excited. I'm so should we, should we give you guys each other's numbers? Yeah. Or? We can be friends. <laughs> should we? We can be You friends. have a question. Yes. Um, I'm meeting a new potential client on Monday mm -hmm. after the eclipse. Perfect. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Um, that could be, that's very, did you time it that way on purpose? I did, sort of. Oh, I love it. Witchy. Astro Queen. I've been listening since like day one. Oh, I like wow. it. Really, really love good timing. Uh, I feel good. I feel good. I feel very good vibes. So everything's direct. The eclipses bring sudden changes. That's the other thing about them. It brings movement and changes emotionally and externally on the physical plane. This is so actually bringing up a question that I feel like is good for everyone because you're like, I planned it like that, which I think is really interesting. So what are other kinds of like practical things that we should be like setting into motion? Like if we've been sitting on something or we've been hesitating, like is there stuff like that? Guys, get moving, you know? Like really this first, you know, Mercury goes retrograde on March the 5th. But that's not a big deal. But that's not a big deal. Mercury is a gentle but retrograde. We can handle that. Yeah. We can handle that, but whatever. But this year is starting with a bang. And there are so many astrological, celestial configurations that will push us and help us. And I don't mean to get very excited. Um, that will help us uh, to, to push forward. Someone say push it because it's like on like on recordings they usually have a thing over the mic so yeah. please don't sound like that okay. so it's not you it's not me yeah. okay anyway so basically take advantage of the energies and if this is a year where you're like I wanted to do X Y Z I want to be self-employed I want to do this I want to do that do it get moving start sowing those seeds and those intentions and and start start creating what it is that you want because things are in your favor and in your favor in a way that you can be practical and pragmatic but also dream about your dream, like follow your dreams. You know, your dreams, your passions are, they deserve to be validated and they deserve to be honored. And a lot of them are probably possible. And this year you have a lot of help to do that. So go for it. Beautiful. Okay, oh, oh, more hello. questions. Um, this is a weird question. So I was planning to microdose-ish shrooms tomorrow. Um, oh, for same. <laughs> <laughs> for mental, for mental gosh. healing, uh, for you know, for the healing gosh, aspect gosh, of it. Yes. Um, is that a bad idea with this moon? Is it going to be too emotional or too? Intense? What sign are you? Okay, I'm so. Sagittarius. Oh hi, I'm, a hi. I'm Sag as well. Really good question. <laughs> Something um, we all really needed to I mean, know, but we're too afraid to ask. I know. 
I'm probably going to do I it anyway. Like I just want to know what I'm in for. So. I would like to give a caveat that I'm not qualified to give medical advice or to talk about microdosing, but I've got to give my opinion anyway. Here's the thing. If you're comfortable, I wouldn't probably be doing it if it was the first time you're doing it. It's not the first okay. time. Okay. I'm comfortable. Look at her. But I don't remember the last time. She's dosed. She's like, she's fine. Yeah. Um, just be, be, be prepared that it, it may be an incredible, powerful trip that you go on, literally. Um, just be prepared, you know, that it's going to be exacerbated by the intense lunar energies. And so look after yourself. Maybe microdose that microdose. Maybe have good people around you. Maybe just like go in with that knowledge of this is good, but it's not a bad thing to do. Right. I am not recommending or condoning. <laughs> I'm condoning it and I expect you to report back. I will. Thank you. Okay, very much. guys. <laughs> enjoy your enjoy your trip. I will. I feel like what's gonna happen is we're just gonna like, you know you're, when you're on mushrooms and you just know everything to be true immediately? It's gonna be more of that. Yes. I think it's gonna be a lot of clarity. Clarity. A lot of clarity. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, this might be a little off topic. Mm -hmm. Um but I understand that Uranus is moving into a new sign of Taurus. Uranus. 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 My anus. Uh, <laughs> Uranus. I was just wondering that, like, I know it's going to make a huge shift, mm -hmm. but if you have, like, a lot of hard squares to your Uranus in your chart, like, how is that going to is, impact when it shifts? Well, okay, amazing question. Yeah. So Uranus went into um, Taurus last year, but then went retrograde back into Aries, yes. and now he's, like in Taurus until 2026, which is, by the way, another amazing reason why we can all actually live a life that is aligned with our values and be doing what we're doing for a living can be really aligned with our truth and ourselves. That's an amazing thing. Um, do you know, because you obviously know a bit yeah. about your chart, do you know which planets he's making hard squares to? Is it kind of a lot? Do you have well, a lot in Taurus? I, yeah, my, so it's to my Saturn, so that's why I'm a little... And my so, Jupiter's that like. Yeah, but you know what? You know, okay, so here's the thing. I, I mean, I, my yeah. moon's in Taurus. So okay. Uranus is going to be conjunct my moon okay. in about five years. And basically, I'm going to be like a crazy person. But it could also be amazing. Yeah. And, and I'm fine with being crazy. I, I, wouldn't, I think that sometimes there's a lot of fear-mongering um, about squares and oppositions and even conjunctions in astrology. And for anyone that is like, what the hell's that all about? Yeah. These are just the harsher aspects that planets can make. And I think actually, when you look at it, squares are amazing opportunities. They're amazing opportunities for transformation and for change. And even a conjunction, even an opposition, they, they provide that. Is it gonna be a walk in the park? No, not necessarily. But that doesn't mean that it has to be horrific and awful and that you need to fear it. And I think what's amazing is that you already know enough about your chart to go, okay, <laughs> I'm going to be having these squares coming up in the next few years. And I think that that self-awareness is very empowering and allows you to look at it and study it a little bit deeper and kind of go, okay, what could this potentially bring up for me? What house is being squared? What are the life areas ruled by that house? How am I, where am I emotionally and physically with those areas of life right now? What could the challenges possibly be? Like, this is the thing, the whole thing of soul astrology is, it's not about predicting the future. It's about taking it and going, these are themes. These are astrological themes of consciousness and windows of opportunity. How can I best work with them? Like, you are not at the whim or the mercy of these, these um, configurations. And by the way, I've seen people have really harsh square opposition things, and they have rocked it. So don't be scared okay. is number one. And uh, Thank yeah. you. You're, You're not welcome. given anything you can't handle. Yeah. Hi. 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 Um, so... I recently took kind of like a blind leap of faith and quit my job. 
Yay. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, without a plan at all. Um, this is my last week. And I've just kind of realized that I've been sort of blindly going from job to job without kind of living in my purpose. Mm. And I have no idea what I want to do or like what the future looks like, but I'm very open to it. And mm -hmm. I guess I'm just wondering like, how does that fit in with mm. this year and the picture yeah. of things? I think that's, um, well, congratulations, first of all, leap of faith. But I think one thing that one has to be careful of when you walk from one thing and not necessarily into another is which you've, you know, amazing. You've already caught, caught yourself doing that is that we can go from one thing to another and then we can find ourselves sort of floating down a path or a river that we didn't actually intend to go down. So what I would say to you is that, you know, we all need to make money and we all need to do things. It's just a reality. So, you know, helping yourself in that way is actually very smart. But I would be consciously carving out time to sit with yourself, to journal, to do, do a workshop, to read particular books. And I'm going to mention a couple of things I think might be of help for you to actually dive a bit deeper about what is it that I'm supposed to actually be do, you know, doing with my life and how can I get there? And actually, you know, the last episode I just put out is all about passion, purpose, and profit and how to turn your passion and purpose into profit and how sometimes some of our passions are actually not supposed to be our purpose and do not profit us. And I don't just mean financially, but otherwise. And sometimes our purpose isn't what we think it is. So that might help. The Artist's Way is also a book which I absolutely love. It's helped me get so much clarity on my life, helped so many of my clients and friends. And just, I think you're doing the right thing. What sign are you, may I ask? Gemini. <laughs> Don't hate me. <laughs> so next year is going to start. Next year, next year, you're a Gemini sun sign? Gemini sun and Gemini rising. Oh, wow. So you're a double. Yeah. So for you, things are going to start to get really activated in your chart through the eclipses, like next year and the year after, that, that the eclipses are going to move out of the Cancer Capricorn. So something's building for you, you know, and you're already in alignment with that, which is amazing. So I would just say, do what, keep doing what you're doing, but just like you've had that realization, now do something with that realization and, and just be a little bit like, you know, sit with it and kind of ask yourself, what am I passionate about? What do I want to, what do I think my purpose is? What do other people think I'm good at? Like, like, you know, and be, be curious. Just going to say, what are you curious about? Yeah. Hell yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You're so welcome. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Very brave. Yeah. We have time for one more. One more in the back. This is really cute. I like this. I know. I'm really into it. Such a nice group of people. <laughs> yeah, Thank you. I know. Hi. Hi. Um, Hi. I guess I was just curious because I've had, in the last three months, I've had like so much change um so i quit my job as well um <laughs> yay um i moved countries so i wow. just moved here um end of november Welcome. um and i got married as well <gasps> so <laughs> it's been really really Trifecta. full on um and yeah so i guess i just was wondering obviously it's been a lot of eclipses a lot of retrogrades and things like that i'm a virgo um so i feel the mercury retrogrades quite a lot mm -hmm. um but yeah i guess i was just wondering what that kind of past three month period astrologically like i mean because it's been the biggest three months of my life mm -hmm. and what i guess what has informed that or how that has affected well you, you know what's really interesting is so you're a virgo sun yeah. sign um and for a virgo sun sign jupiter moved into sagittarius last November. So Jupiter's been transiting your fourth home of, fourth house of home, family, and domestic life, which is funny that you've like 
moved country, yeah. uh, got married. I mean, so I've got shivers. That's so in line with Jupiter transits. So that, congratulations. You're very much in line. And I don't know your specific chart, but I suspect that your specific chart has been... Tra and this is why it's so fascinating to dig into people's specific charts. I suspect your specific chart has had certain transits that have activated deep, deep, deep change. You yeah. are a Virgo, so you like order and you like to kind of have a little bit of groundedness. I yes, think for and you... and that's why it's been so terrifying. I know. Like, even oh. just thinking about it, I'm like, oh my God, like... I can't believe it's all happened. It's so intense, quickly. and, and um, I'm hashtag Virgo rising, so I get it. I do not like, like, I like steady, steady shit kind of things. But, you know, that big change is taking you to where you need to be. And I would say for you, I mean, you know, just even, even without talking about the astrology, just coming here now and having that much change, now is a time to sort of put some roots in and plant some roots and just kind of get yourself really grounded. And things will unfold as they're supposed to, but your chart's getting activated by the, like, you know, what are your hopes, wishes, and dreams for the future? What is it that you want to create? The eclipses are activating that. Creativity is getting activated for you. Children are getting activated for you. Just because I know you're a Virgo sun sign, you're like, no, it doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to be, you know, you don't have to have children. It could be your inner child. It could be a creative part of you. So there's, you know, there's so many ways in which your chart's getting activated. And I do think that Jupiter's really helping you with like home and family life um, and domestic life and sort of like your inner self because the fourth house is also about our private self. So I would say now, Now's the time to sort of just ground and take stock. Okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah, congratulations and welcome. Wow. <laughs> uh. All right. Well. Yeah. This was really big download. A lot yeah. happening. How do we feel? Good? Yay? Amy? Empowered? Thank you Ready? so much. Uh. Excited? Who's doing mushrooms this weekend? <laughs> That's um, the biggest takeaway. <laughs> Are we allowed to say that? It's fine. Just be gentle with Just it. Like, oh. um, we want to thank Heyday so much for hosting yeah. all of us here today. This is yeah. really thank you, special. Heyday. Thank you. Thank you to Michael. Of course, Ambi, thank you so much. You can find Ambi at her podcast and her Instagram page, Alchemy Ambi. Yeah, Alchemy Bambi. And don't um, forget astrology.com. Oh yeah, Soul Oh you're when, like, oh right. Oh yeah, when that eventually bloody launches. I mean What do you mean? Soul technology and I are not friends. Um, right. It's launching soon and it's going to be awesome when it does. So keep an eye out if you're into all that kind of stuff. Okay, Great. we'll just follow you on Instagram. We'll oh, watch yeah, the space. Exactly. Watch the exactly. Space. Um, yeah. And then don't forget to take Heyday up on the facial offer. You will not regret it. Again, 15-minute facial for yourself and friend. Go together. Price of one. Cute. Friendship. Wellness. Date. Do it. Do it, yes. do it, do it. Self-care every day. Michael, raise a room. Awesome. Especially right. this weekend. I think everyone should have put themselves in for a facial because that's definitely on the list for self-care with Perfect. a full moon. Ooh. Perfect. How, how aligned. Love it. Love it. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you, Elizabeth. You did great. You did great. All right. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> we'll be hanging out after, so please come say <laughs> Thank hi. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We're pausing one more time to get calm. Yes. Did you like that? Yeah, I really do. I'm <laughs> so excited about this. This is one of my favorite phone apps. As you guys know, it's a new year. We're, we're talking about how 2019 is off to a great start and what an amazing time to establish new habits and usher in your happiest, healthiest selves. One way to do that, meditation. Oh, heard of it? Talk to us about this app, Calm, Elizabeth. I love this app. It provides guided meditations for issues like anxiety, stress, focus, including brand new meditations each day called the Daily Calm. I also love their whole 
sleep element to it. They've got sleep stories, sleep sounds. It just I, – I love a good – app to help usher me into a peaceful rest. And didn't you say she's like a calming British lady? Yeah. Well, they have all different voices and oh, they have fun. all they have these sleep stories where they're like different people narrate it. You kind of get to choose. It's really enjoyable. Hell yes. There's also music and breathing exercises and gentle stretches and more. It's really like an, a very well-rounded experience that really provides an opportunity to choose your own adventure and you know we love that. And get calm so to speak. So for a limited time That's a Retrograde listeners get 25 5% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash retrograde. That's C-A-L-M dot com slash retrograde and you'll get unlimited access to all of Calm's content. Give yourself a gift of Calm and a happy and healthy 2019. I love that. I feel like we're really kicking the year off. Finally post a clip. Right? Like, let's do this. This is what did this for you? Yeah. I love it. Love it. <laughs> I feel like so much has happened. We had to get in a roses and thorns into this live app. Yeah. So, okay. Really quick. Really quick. Okay. Who wants to go first? Rock, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. Go. Oh, my God. You're both <laughs> scissors. scissors. Okay. You go scissors, first. Scissors, <laughs> Love that band. Scissors, scissors. <laughs> um, okay. My rose right now is that um, Chani Nicholas very on brand, very on theme for this show. Astrologer. I love her. I follow her on Instagram. I just think her downloads are so cool and so deep and have such like a breadth of knowledge from not only astrology but culture. I just love the way she brings it together. Anyways, she's done something super dope and she has curated playlists by sign on Spotify supposedly to pair with the lunar eclipse. So each uh, playlist brings an energy of like what the lunar eclipse is bringing for your particular sign. Wow. I know. It's so rad. And so with what she does normally is she recommends that you read your your sun sign and your rising sign. Mm-hmm. So I like started with the Scorpio playlist and it was really dope and all about like, you should see me in a crown, you know, very Scorpionic. Mm-hmm. And then Taurus. Then I was like, okay, I kind of like maxed out on that for the two days before the eclipse. And I was like, okay, I'm over this like queen life. <laughs> Let me move into like the Taurus of it ever all. Leave it, darling. I mean, you know, it's exhausting, <laughs> heavy as the head. <laughs> and then I was like, let me go over to Taurus, which was more about like partnering and friendship and relationships. And I was like, also really feeling that. And it was like a super mellow ride and just like more emotional, but also lighthearted and fun. And then last night I was like, let me check my moon sign playlist because I haven't gotten there yet. And I did Cancer, and it was all like dope hip-hop about making money and I was like I'm just gonna actually listen to every single sign because regardless of your sign all of her selects are so incredible so highly we'll recommend that on yeah. our website yeah and shout out to we Spotify are... for being on the fucking shout out to Spotify for, tip. for being yeah um we really had a cosmically driven weekend um I do want to shout out in addition to our live show yeah we did get all of our craft group girlfriends together. This was incredible. Sat down and did a circle with Shannon and Gonza mm-hmm. the day after the full moon and everybody got like a little mini reading based on their moon sign. Oh, it was so special because half of our friends haven't even had their chart done yeah. and I just felt so illuminated by the entire experience just like watching everybody's mind get blown by their celestial charts. I was like wow this is cool. I remember Emily and Chelsea were like I was like they came a little late and I was like all right guys what time were you born and then Chelsea's like I wasn't aware that I needed that information. But, but everyone found it, it and it was and just like it's also cool to know like obviously we know about each other's and our friends that talk about it we know about it but like when you 
don't know someone's but you love them and then you find out like those things it's like oh. and then you hear like what their what their journeying is supposed to be about and what their purpose is and all of that it's it's wild we're really fucking cool so good yeah um turns okay. out we have a coven of high priestesses no turns surprise there out <laughs> my favorite high priestess who's sitting across from me oh, hi. i don't know if you guys remember um there was a two so- two or three solo episodes i did because stephanie was off in washington dc filming a movie this was um like three and a half years ago. Yeah. Said movie is now on Netflix and is finding a new life. Some might say a first life. Some might say it's being discovered for the first it's time. Oh my God, they just liked my photo. Called, of course they did. It's called Ladylike. <laughs> Stephanie shines like the top of the Chrysler building in it. Oh um, it's really good. Check it out. I was at Shape House the other day and like going through and your little face is on the thumbnail. It is? Yes. Dead. Yeah, a brunette Stephanie. So um, all our That's So Retrograde listeners need to get on board. It oh is. Oh, my God. It's so funny. You're like, so good in it. That's so sweet. It's amazing. 29 to play 20, guys. <laughs> <laughs> she can I, do it. I feel like I look younger now. I've had, like, more facials and more – yeah. like, I'm just looking, like, more fresh. More – the vitality is real. But the also, wellness is real. The character was very much supposed to be, like, a mess. I was eating a lot of bad foods. Yeah. On camera and off while shooting that film. But, um, so that's really exciting. Thanks for shouting that out. Another thing that's really exciting, we just always like to give updates from former uh, That's So Retrograde guests, and everyone knows one of my faves, Terry Turner of No Crumbs Left. She has a Whole30 approved cookbook coming out. Tight. And I just wanted to shout that out because I kind of feel like I discovered her, and I feel like I have a... uh, You did. I, I, a tiny success in my soul has happened when yeah. I saw she's getting a book because it's well deserved. Yeah, also well deserved. So these after- gals, I love these gals. <laughs> love Terry so much. <laughs> um, so as I've talked about a little bit on the show, a, a, a little bit may have mentioned once or twice this ongoing eye eczema <laughs> scenario. I'm not laughing, but like my how the tables have uh, turned. Way to downplay it. Anyway, so I finally found a little something that worked in the. When we were at Heyday, they have, as we mentioned, they have an incredible selection of curated products there. And I just happened upon, um, by the suggestion of Michael, just as a product he thought was really good, there's a a brand called One Love Organics. We've we've mentioned them on the show before. They have a product called Skin Savior. It's a multitasking wander balm. I was a little trepidatious because it is like mainly a coconut oil and Mm -hmm. that's not always the best for drying skin. By the grace of God, this is the only thing that's worked, and I've tried a million things at this point. And it looks it's so much calmed better. down so much, and it's so less scaly than it was. So I'm gonna what's post in it? this. Tell me what's in it. It's crazy. What has it been like four days? Yeah, or less. It looks so much more relaxed. And like I felt, it's not that it looked bad, but you just were in so much pain. Like so much. You pain. could tell looking at you that it was very uncomfortable. Yeah. So I'm just so happy about that. Does it smell delicious it too? It smells delicious. It's a virgin coconut oil, a glycine soja seed oil, Who? jojoba seed oil. There's a lot of oils in here. Anyway, it's wonderful. I'm just sharing what worked for me. I want to smell in it. In the hopes that maybe somebody might find some relief as well. And oh, also, it smells so good. One other rose. I'm just rolling through these. My favorite discovery. It was a what I asked for for Hanukkah. I got a Eufy vacuum cleaner. It's one of those like circular vacuum cleaners that does its own thing. It's like a little floor robot. Yeah, yeah. It's 
the best purchase I've made in, well, <laughs> now the, now the skin savior just, just <laughs> took its place, but it's literally the coolest thing on the planet. A friend of mine who's an interior decorator recommended it, and it's saved my life. Do I need one? Is Carlos going to be its friend? I think so. Okay. I think you guys will, will, I think they'll get along really well. Okay, cool. He, yeah. I've been feeling bad that sometimes I leave him alone. It's basically so. the closest thing I've ever had to a pet. So <laughs> it's, it's serving a lot of different, it's like it's like a, a useful pet. Right, sure. Yeah. How about you? Anything? Well, I just have the the, the playlist, mm-hmm. and I also want to shout out Brett Glam, Brett Friedman, for doing our brows yesterday and giving a all of us here at That's the Retrograde a tutorial on the brows of it all. And we posted that video, and we will probably end up reposting it, yeah, um, as a full tutorial, maybe on like the highlights or something. We'll talk about what the proper placement for it is. Yeah, but we. But for those of you curious about how to make brows happen, he is a high-level makeup artist and really just super dope at what he does. So it was cool to sit with him. And, and I have to say his brow gel is revolutionary. Yeah. It's like one side with the gel and the other is a dry brush to like get all the gunk off. And yeah. that's all I'm wearing today, that and my skin savior. And I feel – Glowy as fuck, bitch. Making it happen. Do it. Although I'm tired. And post-eclipse hungover. We're, from the moon. We're just from the moon. <laughs> <laughs> um, what a fun show. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to Heyday for having us. We are huge fans. Make sure you guys take advantage of the offer that we mentioned. We'll also have it written below in the show notes and on our website. If you notice, we are working really hard to get those website notes up. So make sure you check there for anything mentioned today. And I'm really excited for next week. And uh, thanks for joining us. Love you long time. Namaste listening. Today's episode of That's So Retrograde is brought to you in part by our favorite destination on the internet for supporting our healthy lifestyle, thrivemarket.com. Go to thrivemarket.com slash retrograde and you will get 25% off your first order plus a free 30-day VIP membership. Hope you enjoyed the show. Yes, that's a retrograde!